want a piece of me? Who I feel like? What do you think? I wish I knew how to quit you. Love beats never having to say you're sorry. You do? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. I answered. And don't call me so. There's no crying in baseball! This is long, bitch. Hey, that Schwartz baby! I am the father. Get you, my pretty. Teacher's taking charge of me. May the force be with you. Here's Johnny! What's up, film fans? Welcome to another bonus edition. Welcome to the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I am your host, Juan, and I am joined with Ed. Hey, what's up, folks? Man, how are you doing? I'm alright. I'm alright. So far, so good, you know? it's It's been a, a great week and a great edition. And you know what? I can finally say... We are on Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yep, yep, finally are. So, man, um, what a week. What a week it has been here at the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. We are starting year number four. We just started it this past Monday with Spectre. Um, it has just been an amazing week here at the podcast. So, we just got done finishing our year three anniversary show. Um we got new sponsors to talk about on Mondays. We got a bunch of new stuff talking about, um, especially coming up this Monday, the 27th, as we talk Scream 2. Man, it's going to be great. Um, but, man, how are you? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, basically, I uh, didn't know that I hadn't seen as much as I thought of this, for that matter. So but this was yeah. almost the first time watch? Mostly, yes. Mostly, yeah. Um, if you guys have not been a part of this podcast before go back and check us out on spotify anchor podbean iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music and now itunes by way of one prescribed films network so go check us out go check out the pfpn um, at prescribedfilms.com there you can find a bunch of other awesome podcasts along with yours truly and you can find us on the itunes through them um but now you can also check us out on the social media. We just got done giving away a awesome um, franchise horror poster to one Cassandra. So congratulations to you. Our $200 giveaway. Check this out. $200 for James Bond. Uh, no Time to Die is coming up. You can win all that stuff in the second week of October. You can win two tickets to No Time to Die. A $50 San Marcos gift certificate a six-pack of OKC soda, and a exclusive No Time to Die poster that has the original release date on it from 2020. That's awesome. So it's an over $200 value. You can win it free right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Just follow all of our social media accounts. Facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Instagram is one word, Cinnamon Movie Podcast. And then the Twitter is at Cinnamon405. So check it out. Um, yeah, Ed, what do you? How do you feel about Ray's Energy Drink, man? Uh, a brand new sponsor to the show, and you know, after this uh, little 
two-week hiatus thing kind of sets down. For those of you in podcast land, I don't know if, you know, we, we mentioned it on last week's episode, but um, we are literally recording like two and a half weeks worth of episodes in just three days or four days. So um, all your emails will be read on all the shows coming up, but uh, they might be just a little late as far as like when you hear them. Yep. Yep. So yeah, don't forget to follow us on the social media accounts and you can uh, win some cool prizes. But today we continue our franchise talk, our series talk, as we talk Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. A boat full of graduating high school students headed to Manhattan accidentally pulled Jason Voorhees along for the ride. And that is your subplot for Part 8. Currently sits, though, at a 4.6 on IMDb, a... 8% 8% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then but the Google users have it at 82%. With a budget of $5 million, the box office gross was a little over $14 million, and it had a theatrical release of July 28, 1989. Um, Man. What do you think, Ed? This is technically your first watch. Yep. Um, in a few short words, what do you think? A uh, little cringy, definitely cheesy. Uh, some good parts too. A couple of good parts. Jensen Daggett plays Re uh, Rianne. Kane Hodder is back as Jason Voorhees, and then you have um directed and written by Rob Heaton. Um, I gotta say this is the probably the third time that I've seen this movie in at least a year, and I have to say that it was not. You say cringy. Yeah. I say this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I didn't say it was bad. I'm just saying... You like, said worse. To me, I would rather hear the words bad than cringy. Cringy means like, you know... Yeah, cringy sounds worse than bad. I mean, it's just some of the small little tropes and all that. Because, I mean, you've got the cocaine-snorting duo. And then you've got uh, oh the big boxer guys that have to be the heroes of the story. But, you know, that... That kind of shit. Uh, so, I mean, there, there's just a few things like that to me that were just like, okay, we're still with the tropes, 100%. Even to this day, though, movies do, horror films do that all the time. So, yeah. So, what did you think? The, uh, the way Part 7 ended, and I do like that about this movie, Part 8 does not go back to 7 at all. No. It doesn't, it doesn't revisit any of the movies before this. No, uh, in fact... It's almost like its own little story. The, yeah. You hear some glances, or you you hear some flashbacks of Jason drowning. Yeah. But other than that... But don't wrong, even that, the boy was so much different in that. Because the well, first boy... Yeah, but they're was, not going to go all the way back to... Well, no, I'm just saying... Make him look just like the one from the original. Right, but the first boy looked perfectly normal. I mean, no wrong. Looked perfectly normal, and then as even even in the original, he was deformed when he came up from and dragged the the fur. Yeah, he was still deformed then. But I mean, no wrong. You know, as the movie gone on, the boys started getting more deformed and more deformed because there was like two different. There was two or three. Oh, different you're boys. talking about the movie, the mo- part eight itself. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because uh, the boy with hair, the boy with like real weird strings of hair, kind of like uh, Jason in part three. You know. Uh, so yeah. did it? And I know we're really jumping ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But. The main character, um, Jason. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> the main character, played by uh, Jensen, is Renee. Mm-hmm. Does it really say what happened with Renee? 
Um, I know she's afraid of water. Yeah. Her parents died. Yes. Uh, after it does actually <laughs> uh, show later on once they actually are in New York and all that. Uh, so her did her parents drowned? They didn't show what happened to her parents. No, they showed why she's afraid of water. But other than that, yeah. And I'm sure you'll bring that up a little bit later on. Yeah. 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 Um. What do you think, man? Do you think IMDb has it too low at four point six? A little bit too a little. low. A little bit. Um. I'd say maybe a, a point or two, a point, point and a half higher. I didn't feel the resurrection in this movie like I did. I thought Seven was bad because of her dad dying and, oh my god. This gave me some Jaws 2 kind of feelings. The Yeah. I know. If you want to go back and hear our thoughts on Part 7, The New Blood, go back to last week's episode, um, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Me and Ed reviewed it. I think I gave it a six. To be honest yeah, with you. I think we both did. Um, what do you think of this one, though? The, the resurrection of this Jason? I mean, you know, again, uh, they, going back to what? Four or five? Four. You know, kind of uh, Frankenstein-like. You know, with the electrocution. That's how he comes up. And then you don't even see him get up or anything like that. You just see him tossing chains behind him. So, I mean, you know, and then... Yeah, in this yeah. one, the couple who was in the boat... Um, toss like an anchor over, yep, and the anchor moves and touches the stuff that he was underneath, and well, it drags the uh, huge uh, electricity uh, cable, and basically drags it to touch him, and it starts electrocuting him and all that, because I guess the uh, anchor found a little bit of a whatever. In Who the, knows? Uh, yeah, so it is what it is on that. But yeah, he goes up, and they're you know starting to fornicate or uh, have already one of the two so they're fucking yeah basically so not only you know i didn't like the the resurrection let's say um i liked the way he looked in this one he looked i mean he, he had looked beef a lot on better him. he did i didn't i mean compared to the last one he the last one he looked like a, a, mummy, a mummified zombie you could see some of his bones yep this one he just looked like pretty much like he had drowned a couple months ago, yeah. If that this one, he looked like a just you know he looked like the original Jason more than, more than anything, yeah. Just um, really soggy, wet clothes. <laughs> what did you think of the first two kills of the the couple in the boat? I thought the the that, guy was a little yeah. corny. He was a his uh, acting skills was cheesy nonetheless, but I don't judge and I don't judge acting skills in these movies because if you do. You're not going to enjoy anything. I was about to say, they're not on the level of Denzel or no, something No, you're, like you're not going to enjoy these movies at all. Um, I would say her death is a lot more cheesy than his, easily. I agree. Ease, I don't agree with you. I, I'm going to disagree heavily on that. The only, and I'll, I'll state my case. The only reason I say is it felt like it took five minutes for him to push that tri-dagger thing through her. We'll Literally, see. like, he was just going... Well, mine going, was the opposite. You know. I feel like his was cheesy because of the way he, the guy, the, way the he guy, died, over, yeah. the guy oversold the the kill. Yeah. And then the reason I like hers better is because to me hers her kill felt darker. Yeah. Like he, Jason, this is the first time I think out of any of the franchises or any of the movies that it almost feels like Jason was enjoying this kill because he kept pushing it in and pushing it in and enjoying it and going slow. I will say one thing. If I'm not mistaken, they did say the couple, uh, the first couple, did say that it was 30 years around the around 30 years after the uh, he died, Jason died. 
So I was just like, okay, that's kind of cool. I don't know where the timeline truly is right now, but I don't think the timeline matters with these movies. Not really. At this point, if at this point Jason Voorhees to the characters in the movie is a myth, a legend, and you know, it, it, say this movie really did take place in 1989, they may be talking about a monster from the 40s or the 50s. Very true. Um, so I always take stuff like that with a grain of salt. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But then you get introduced to the main character, uh, the high school senior trip, and you automatically see that Renee has some issues. Yeah. <clears throat> and you can already tell that this is okay. This, you can tell she's going to be the main actress and the main girl because she automatically starts to get bullied. Yep. She's not really welcomed, or she doesn't want to get on the boat to the trip. Um. Well, no, they. Uh, she wants to go. She wants to go, but they don't. That's what uh, I said. They don't want her to go. Like the uncle is even like, "Well, I know what's best for her." Blah blah blah, kind of thing. And that it's just good, like that was a very good, you know, very good. Uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah. <laughs> um, I will say I did not like the uncle in this movie. Yeah, he was a dick. Sure um, did. and who he is the principal, correct? Well, he, he doesn't say he's the principal. He says teacher. He's like, "I'm your teacher." You know, he never says, "I'm your principal." I I get the feeling he's a principal. Like, that's what I felt the entire time. But he doesn't say, oh, I'm your principal or I'm the principal of your school. He just says, oh, I'm your teacher. You know, so, yeah, especially I think, like, uh, let's see, when the student came on to him and then when uh, the boxer wanted to leave and go hunt Jason, so... Wait a minute. When the you're talking about way later on in the film when the this teacher didn't the student didn't come on to him. It was, he like she like trying to blackmail him, right? Well, yeah, she came on to him. Yeah. Like, you know, her biology report for that matter. But yeah, um, with that, it, it was I don't know. Uh, it was it was, it was funny on that, but it was just kind of like, what are we doing here? Like, okay, now we're what was funny. Well, the whole the whole little her biology report, whatever, uh, was kind of a okay, fuck it, really. But uh, what was kind of just like you know, really now is we're we're at this level, like we're gonna try and have students trying to fuck teachers. All right. Well, no, she only did that because he threatened to keep her on the boat when they go to New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was like, "I'm gonna blackmail this some bitch," so he doesn't do that. Yep. Um, which is a, man, you skipped way ahead. Um, a little bit, yeah. What's up with you, Ed? You high? Oh, apparently most of the time. Um, so in this movie, you get a bunch of different characters right offhand. You get the recording teenager. You get the punk rock chick who dies at the bottom of the boat. You get the upper class two girls who, which one you're talking about, the Asian girl. Yep. And then the, uh, Susie, right? Uh, yes, yes. So Susie and Eva are the two that are like over over the top. I'm better than you, right? Uh, yes. Okay. What did you think of the uh the janitor or the guy who was cleaning up after everybody that said this whole ship is cursed and you all are gonna die? The deckhand. I uh, I mean he kind of crazy Ralph again. You know the uh, the trope of crazy Ralph. Uh, I think he's got cousins and brothers out there somewhere because they keep bringing them all back. So really, the next kill after the uh, 
after the boat couple, you have uh, the first little boy flashback when Renee or when Renee is like kind of taking a shower. We're getting ready to take a shower, and she sees the little boy in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at first, I was like, "Why is she having flashbacks?" That's why I I didn't know if she was having flashbacks of Jason. Or she's having flashbacks of somebody that she just let drown because she couldn't swim. What do you think? And I mean, that's a fair thing right there. Because I mean, the because uh... she doesn't want to get in the water. She's afraid of the water. She can't swim. And these flashbacks that she keeps having of, the, of this boy, you're almost like, how are how how is how are you and the Jason drowning related? Right. And that's the thing that tripped me out through this whole movie. It never it never ties them into it. Yeah. It there's does. there's no payoff. Is there? Well. Yes and no. It's a very small payoff. How? I mean, if we're going to the very end of it, basically, she uh, she and Charles, uh, her uncle, were out at Camp Crystal Lake and all that. And he was goading her by saying, oh, you know, Jason Voorhees is in this lake. He died because he couldn't swim, so you need to learn how to swim. And he pushed her off the boat and then was like, learn to swim because Jason likes to pull, uh, pull kids down that don't know how to swim. So you better learn how to swim real quick or else he'll pull you down. And she actually did start getting pulled down by the boy who was playing young Jason and uh, all that. So, I mean, yeah, basically just an asshole uncle trying to help her out, but in a wrong way. But there was no, other than the stupid storytelling, there was no relation or she didn't see or have anybody, have anything to do with somebody drowning. Uh, not really. She, she just did what every other uncle probably does and throws somebody in the lake and says, swim or, swing, s- swim or sink, bitch. That's that, uh... <clears throat> that's oh, a, that's that redneck loving uncle style. That's that John Wayne style. <coughs> Throw your ass in the river. <laughs> Go ahead and swim. So, yeah. I, I don't know, man. At this point, I was in love with Jason going to New York. And then the last few watches, I'm just like, the story is almost just kind of... Which, I mean, don't know. We only get like 20, 30 minutes in, in New York. Yeah, yeah. They don't reach New York until an hour and three minutes into the movie. Yeah, so and 35 this is, minutes. And this is an hour and 40-minute film. Yeah, so literally, I mean, you've got to probably think about... Take 10 minutes out for credits. Exactly. I was going to say eight or so minutes for credits, but yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah. So literally in this movie, you get Jason on a boat, Jason in the city... Jason on a train, Jason in a diner, you get Jason in the sewer system. On the street. and The only thing he's yeah. missing, man, is some green eggs and ham. Uh, but, I mean, is he Sam I am, you know? You even have him in a sauna this, in this movie. I know, man. Which I want to talk about that kill. That was a pretty fun kill. He walks into a sauna, he just picks up one of those hot-ass rocks yeah. and pushes it through the dude. Yep. Um... That's one of the top kills I have on my list. We're going to talk about our favorite kills a little bit later on. Um, and then I have it in my notes. Right after the blackmailing scene where um, Susie blackmails, tries to blackmail Charles, the teacher, um, she gets her death literally right after that. Yeah. Jason like strips all of her clothes off and just tosses her into the... Well, I mean, to be fair, she only had the, uh, the, like robe. the robe, so he grabs the robe, she slips out of his grip, the robe goes, and he cuts her up with glass, so. Oh, uh, man. Or mirror, I'm sorry. 
the music or the score to this. Have you seen the original Child's Play in a while? No. You haven't seen it lately? No. This score, I swear, I don't know if it's the same composer, but the score in this Friday the 13th movie sounded just like I was watching Child's Play. Might be the same composer. It was. I was like, am I watching Child's Play? Because it literally down from Andy's original song to Charles Lee Ray's death to the ending was like, it feels like I'm watching Child's Play. Damn. That's pretty uh that's pretty great. What do you think of the not? Julius boxing scene where him and the other dude are boxing? This is before Jason does the sonic death. Uh I thought that was kind of cool. Cuz we we had never seen really any kind of sport in any of these Friday 13th movies really. Not really. Not not anything that someone practices often <clears throat> at least, you know. Uh so I mean to go ahead and see a guy, you know, you're you're already knowing that you're going to get some type of what is it? A match between them, basically. Like that's kind of in, in then, my eyes. That's hinted at hardcore. Eva is played by Kelly Hu, who was in the Scorpion King. Oh, I don't yeah, know that's you, right. I don't know if you caught that. No. But yeah, that's that was a young Kelly Hu from the Scorpion King. Well, damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, Aged pretty well. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't also like the main boyfriend attraction, Sean. Played by Scott Reeves, the guy who gives Renee the Statue of Liberty necklace. The captain's son. Yeah, I did not enjoy him whatsoever. He did kind of seem really, really flaky. Because, I mean, when, when his father was calling him out, like, hey, you know, you've got the horn and you've got the uh, the maritime uh, call out to let everybody else know, like, hey, we're, we're setting sail. I was just like, damn, man. Like, you know. I did enjoy his dad's death, though, the captain's death. I thought it was a pretty fun death. Yeah, uh, that and uh, I, I want to call Skipper, uh, the first mate or Skipper or whatever. Uh, that, that Those were pretty good. Those were pretty good. So. so, man, I'm sitting here and I'm like 47 minutes into the movie. Jason is about to kill Kelly Who on the dance floor. and That was a trippy-ass scene. It was weird. It was definitely weird because it was almost like she was getting dazed and confused and then Jason was popping out of almost every corner. Which, I mean, I get she was probably high, but, I mean, I've never tried personally myself, but it's kind of like, you know, is that how it is? Because she was basically seeing double at that point because he was at the doors and then he's on the other side of the room and then he's at the doors again and on the other side of the room and then he fucking just disappears and then... He's pretty much right behind her after a second and then strangles her and all that. So, yeah, that, that was a little trippy of a scene. Um, but, yeah, 48 minutes in, you still don't get Jason in the city. He's killing up Kelly. And then as soon as, you know, Eva dies, they get on the life reservers, the lifeboats, and they pretty much let the ship go down. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, are they in the middle of nowhere now? Because they're here in the they're in the Atlantic. Yes. It's pretty fucking cold. And it, yeah, I've heard it can be. And they're in the middle of the Atlantic. And I'm like, okay. And so anyway, you got to believe it's between April and May. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Probably. Right around graduation time. And I'm like, how is it that? And they're not really they're cold, but they don't look like they're freezing. If I'm not mistaken, it's April because. Uh, I think they were like saying something about like April 29th is their graduation day or 23rd or something like that. And the Titanic sunk in April in the Atlantic. Yeah. They were freezing their asses off. So I'm just like, anyway. And I mean, you got to give it to Julius then because he actually got in the water. He was tossed out like a freaking ragdoll by Jason in the water. Speaking of in the water, though, 
Jason Michael Phelps his way to New York <laughs> City, or did he hold on to the boat and he tagged along again? Or but he, I, I gotta know, say, man. I want to see what that time was because he he might try out for the Olympics Friday the thirteenth at the Olympics. Seriously, because you know, friggin- when, remember the old SummerSlam commercial. Back in the day, where the wrestlers were like doing s- s- summer Olympic games. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. that be hilarious if you see like Jason like toss the discus or some shit? <laughs> Friggin' toss the discus. Uh, Freddie goes up for the pole vault. Michael's over there running. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky does the long jump. That would be funny. Um. Yeah, man. I I haven't even sitting down here in my nose. I like Jason Michael Phelps his way to New York City. It doesn't really say how far that boat was, but now I'm not the one who's high apparently. All right, man. What did you think of the muggers, the druggies who, you know, took Renee, tried to do some things to her. They were like, "You follow us, we'll shoot her brains out." And then Jason to the rescue does the anti-hero stuff. I kind of thought they were unnecessary and just kill beef ups. That's all, really, just extra filler to kill, basically. Um, cause I mean, you've got to think about it like this. Like, I think there's only two scenes after that, that they kind of have the drugs they gave her, uh, kind of take hold over for a second. And then after that, it's like nothing happened to her. It's like, I, she's, I, yeah, I did like the whole opening of the movie. If I can go back just a little bit, the whole opening of the, the voiceover work and yeah. showing you the scenes of New York city and the old school hair music from 1980s, maybe, I re- it, the, the opening of this movie was like, you're going to take this New York City feel, you're going to take it hard, and we're going to show you what New York City is all about. Oh, yeah. But the only thing I didn't like about it, though, is like, not only do they force the opening of New York City down your throat, they tell you Jason's in Manhattan, and then he's only in Manhattan really for 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, I mean... So... Yeah, they they shove it down your throat hard about how they're in New York City, but then you don't really spend that much time in New York. No, not at all. I I mean, this might as well be called the boat chapter, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so we get up to and we see the uh, the Statue of Liberty and all that, and they're like, "Hey, look, you know, look, we're we're here." You and you know, the uh, the uncle is harping on Sean. All the freaking time, man. Like, you need to do this. You need to do that. How do you not know this? Like, dude, he's not been doing this for 50 years. Like, dude's not even 20 yet in the movie. So, like, chill the fuck out. Like, you can't do this. So, shut up and chill out. Or, you know, yeah. I did enjoy the Julius boxing scene with Jason on top of the roof. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I didn't know they were going to throw some... Killer clowns from outer space scenes in there though. I it's it. I haven't seen the movie in like a year. I forgot that Jason does the one punch and the head goes tumbling off. Oh okay okay. I was like, what do you mean? And then yeah, when she said that, I was like, yep. Get with the program, man. First off, <laughs> um, that was a pretty fun kill. Not my favorite one, but it was probably one of the better ones of the movie. I'd say top three. <clears throat> um. Speaking of, before we get into the ending, what was your favorite kill in this movie? Right now, uh, I would have to say the Hot Rock. That that was that was pretty damn cool. That's adjustability and adaptability, and that's freaking going for everything around you and just yeah, using it to your advantage. So yeah, when he uh, 
when he got that molten rock that I mean it it, it was just yeah that that would that would have sucked to go through that would have been freaking horrible because it's hot enough basically to be pressed against hard and melt your skin that sucks so if I had to pick a favorite death it would probably be um Probably going to be the death to the junkies. I like the kills. It was different, a little bit innovative, killing them with the needles. Um, and then the other one just gets his head bashed into the, the steel pole. I'd uh, say if I had to go for a second, it'd be the uncles. Just dunked in it head first in the vat of toxic whatever. That was awesome. But then, I mean, if if I hadn't seen the, the, the knock off the head and killer clowns from outer space i would probably say that one is pretty cool i think it still is pretty cool it is but you can definitely tell they stole that from killer clowns killer clowns was a b-rated movie not a lot of people had seen it in the 80s it's more of a cult classic now than it was then and you can tell that they just completely dozied it off the head even goes in the dumpster for goodness sake yeah yeah. so um pretty uh pretty bad (laughs) What do you think of Jason going on the train and just seeing that character on the New York City subway? Um, <clears throat> did you like that scene? I thought I thought it was pretty cool. A uh, different element to Jason's uh, repertoire. Uh, before this, you don't really see him on many in or on many vehicles, for that matter, or many transportations. So you know, uh, for them to be through that. Gotta say, yeah, that was that was pretty cool, pretty legit. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. And then Jason in the sewer. Uh, Jason in the sewer. Uh, that was actually, I think, really cool on how they like finished him off at least. Uh, so yeah, uh, I've got to say, yeah, that was uh pretty cool. Uh, basic toxic melting and all that. So yeah. No, no, I wasn't talking about the Jason death. Oh, Jason just being no, just oh, okay. Jason. No, Jason just hunting down in the sewer. But I mean, hell, you already got there. You already, you know, we spoiler already. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. No, we're in there. Um, Thirty-two years later. Did you win? You really enjoyed that? It was all right. I mean, it was just kind of a the 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 makeup and or the puppet or whatever they used. I thought it was all right. I. Uh, Better than a lot of the ones that have been used in the past. What do you mean? Well, the way the makeup and all that, the puppet, like I said, yeah, better than what some of the ones that have been used in the past, not just for Jason, but for his victims as well. Um, man, it was another another one of those movies where, again, would have been a cool death if this was the final Friday. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I did like how Jason is trying to climb the ladder and he sees the water and the toxins coming for him and he just starts spitting water mommy. up from the mouth. Yeah, yeah, mommy, help me. And then, because that, yeah, that would have been the perfect way for that monster to die. Yeah, drowned again, this time in a big old boiling water of mixed toxins and he gets burned. And the only thing that was a little weird and confusing was it looked like. At the end of the movie, he had a normal hand, like it had washed all the demons away and all the bad skin off of him. That's what I thought too. I was just like, he had a good coconut water bath. <laughs> you you've tried, yeah. 
Um, so I thought that was cool. After Jason gets the acid thrown on him, the mask goes away, the mask gets knocked off, the acid turns him into a fucking Play-Doh man. Yeah, pretty I've, much. I've, yeah. You enjoyed that part. I didn't enjoy that. I wish, you know, it would have been cool if they kept the mask on him and he died that way. I thought it was just grotesque. Not that it was... It looked grotesque, but the makeup itself to me was grotesque. It was... It, for it being an eighth installment from 1989, I feel like it could have been a little bit better. It should have. I was the honestly. I'm the opposite with you. I feel like we've seen better makeup in past movies than we have in this one. The way he looked in Part 7 when the mask came off and he looked like a weird creature, Yeah, that looked a lot better than the Play-Doh mask guy that you have in Part 8. Yeah. No, I'm not saying this was the best ever that they've ever done. No, no you, but you just like said that, that you, you thought it was better here than it was in past movies. Yeah. I'm saying it's not. To me, it's the opposite, at least. Worst. I, th- I think it would have been... Huh? Worst. No. I think it would have been cool if they left the mask on and the water seeped from the holes. Yeah, kind of like what, kind of like how the pen did when she stabbed him in the eye and then he pulled it out and then you just got... Well, you, I mean, you see that coming up soon in Freddy vs. Jason when he's drowning in the van... Yeah. And you see the water coming out of the holes. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking about that. That would have been cool in this one. But, again, they write it like it's the end in the final movie, and they just keep coming back with more. Yep. Um. So you said your favorite kill would be The Rock? Yeah, I, I, I think that. Either that or maybe The Uncle. Uh, that was kind of the most satisfying kill, I guess. Kind of, I He was an ass in my eyes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Friday the 13th, part 8, Jason takes Manhattan. More like Jason's on a boat. What do you think? Do you think this is going to be one that you, uh, would pick back up? Uh, probably, but not next week or not next month or not next, not this year. That makes no sense. But you really, really, you really sound like you kind of enjoyed this movie, but you're afraid to admit this would be on your guilty pleasures list no 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 no, not like that at all uh it's just like i'd watch i mean mean, if if you enjoy it by all means let us know i'd watch these movies again but i'm not gonna say like oh it's it's got to be a monthly thing or a weekly thing or even every year like it's got to be i don't think there's many movies that that. can be like a weekly thing i think you're pulling that a little out of proportion yes very true but i'm saying like it's not gonna be anything anytime soon you know so might be an introduction if I ever become a father down the road. Might be an introduction then. I, I don't know. So, um, yeah, man. Last week was a, I I thought it was gonna be five to me is still terrible. Five to me is still the worst in the franchise. I gave that what a four. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Um, you gave that a five, I think. Five or a four, one of the two. Yeah. Um, part six. Uh, part six to me so far has been the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jason lives. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, especially after Roy Burns and all his bullshit, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you keep bringing that guy up. I, that, that Part five, man. Leave that there. That should be buried with Halloween Resurrection. Oh, shit. You guys yeah. know how I feel about Resurrection. This, part five, is, the resur- is Halloween Resurrection for Friday the 13th franchise, to me anyway. There you go. Our thoughts might change next week when we talk Friday the 13th, Part 9, the final Friday. Um, But before we get to that, Ed, star rating for Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. 
I'm going to give this a, I'm going to say a six. I'm going to say a six. Uh, yeah. So, so you loved it a lot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, I'm going to give this movie a five. Um, and the only reason to me that it's a little lower is just because of the ending. Uh, I would have liked to see a little bit more Jason in Manhattan. I think it would have been cool if he like stalked somebody in some apartments or Jason in like a, a general big hospital or just something like that. But yeah, I will give this movie a five. There you go. Yeah. Six and a five. Bam. But other than that, man, uh, what did you think as far as just this franchise talk to begin with? Going from part one to part eight, how do you feel like it has mixed your emotions on this franchise? Uh, there's been some high moments. And there's been a lot of low moments. Uh, more lows than highs, or what's up, I, man? I would say more lows than highs, yes. Really? I would say yes, yeah. Uh kind of gives me a different look at Jason. I don't know. I don't remember what it was about the movies. I do still like Jason the franchise. I'm not saying <clears> I think it's bad or horrible. I'm not saying that at all. But uh, yeah, it's just a, kind of a thing to where it's like damn, okay, this is a little disappointing. Just a little bit. So, yeah. It's not too bad, though. No. Um, I would say so far I've enjoyed most of these bonus episodes other than it was really hard to talk about five. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So, but other than that, man, I think it's been, a, um, I think it's been like a fun, just overall conversation. Even if these episodes have only been like 45 minutes to an hour, which they have been, that's all they need to be. Yeah. Um, I think it has been fun just going back and rewatching and seeing the evolution of the character yeah. The stories might be point C to point D, not very good, but it is fun just to see this horror icon transform from part one to part eight. And even though nine and ten might be horrendous, I still think they might be some fun watches. Possible. We'll see how it goes. <clears throat> I mean, only time will tell. It's it's hard to believe, man, that we've been through this for eight weeks and we only have four more movies to go. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. So next week, uh, next Thursday, September the 30th, man, me and Ed dig into Friday the 13th, part nine. So next week, next Thursday, September the 30th, we talk Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday from 1993. Um, Ed, what have you seen this one, first of all? No, I do not think I have. I um, know somewhat what's going to be in there, but no. So yeah, this is the final Friday. Jason goes to hell. Um, if you guys want to know or send us your thoughts on these Friday movies, by all means, go ahead and send us your thoughts. We will read reviews and emails like we do every Monday, um, yep, yep. especially this Monday coming up as we talk another horror movie, Scream 2. So, oh. you know... Dig yeah. into it, and uh, Ed, not only talking about next fr next week when we talk the final Friday, but what are you most excited about going back and revisiting, or have you even seen Scream 2? Uh, I don't think I have, no. So this will be a first-time watch? 
I think so, yes. So, guys, if you want to listen and watch Scream right along with us like everybody else usually does, go on HBO Max and check it out. And uh, check out Scream 2. So, Ed, one final question before we head out. Yeah. What are you most interested in about Scream 2, then? You've seen the original. You, you like it. Um, you can go back and listen to our one of our very first episodes. Episode 7, we talked about the original Scream. Monday coming up, we talk about Scream 2. What are you, what are you uh, most excited about? Uh, see who the killers are going to be. See who uh, how they transform or evolve, I guess you could say. And then see kind of... Uh, how the killings progress, how, you know, they talk about the first, bless you, how they talk about the first one, and then kind of just, like I said, how it just uh, evolves, basically, is going to be the most exciting thing, I think. So, yeah. Well, it's definitely going to involve, um, man, I, th- I think that's going to do it for Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, Ed, is there anything you want to talk about or put the final nail in the coffin for Jason Takes Manhattan before we go to Scream 2? Nah, I'm ready for screen two. So this is Ed saying I'll see you on the silver screen. All right, guys. And don't forget, send us some emails at C-I-N-E-M-E-N-921 at gmail.com. And we will talk to you next week, September the 27th, as we talk and review Scream 2 right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Hey, I'm